Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today, Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It's a Dancing with the Stars season 18 reunion right here on Popcorn Talk. Welcome to Popcorn Talk, featuring movie discussion, news, and interviews. Popcorn Talk. We talk movies. <laughs> We're loving this. Hi, everyone. Welcome here to To The Point with Kristen Burtz. That's right. I missed my choreography. And, of course, we are presented by Popcorn Talk and Dance Network and doing a little bit of choreography. And it's a reunion with my former co-host, Jules Tucker. Hey, Kristen. Spooky. I don't know the words exactly. The Adams Family. Oh, oh, we totally messed it up. All right. Well, welcome on in. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. I know. This was hard. I was trying to talk and do choreography at the same time. It's not easy whatsoever. No, it's not. <laughs> but it is so good to sit back on the panel with you. It is good to be back. Thank you very much for having me here. I know. You know, I've seen you a couple times recently. You have had yep. a busy year, a lot going on. We were just yeah. talking like, we can talk about 18,000 things and be here for like three hours probably. probably. But you know, <laughs> you were like, what are we going to talk about? I'm like, we need to go back to like Baby Jewels. Baby Jewels. Baby oh, Jewels. God. I know. I have a feeling that you're a pretty active kid. Yeah. Because you, yeah. you've always had tons of energy. I've been with you on yeah. a panel. And sometimes I'm like, all right, reel it in. Let's, let's find last out. last night I lost my voice during an African fitness class at the studio. And I was like going crazy bananas. Like we're actually in Africa. Like it was hilarious. I've lost my voice a little bit. But, That's awesome you know, though. That's what you want when you're teaching a class. You want oh, that yeah. energy and keeping everyone else's um, oh, energy yeah. up. Cool. Um, but I know for you, I mean, I think a lot of people don't necessarily realize your father was a rugby coach. Yeah, was, is president of the rugby union um, back at home. Uh, Which is New Zealand, in, correct? In New Zealand, yep. And um, so, yeah, so I came from a predominant, you know, a rugby sporting background. My dad, my uncle, my brother, everyone, including myself, we're all rugby players, sportsmen. I mean, I did, I played rugby since I can remember. I think I must have been four years old, probably when I started, and, um, and played all the way till I was 16, till I left and moved to Australia, basically. Now, how does a rugby player become a dancer? Because you don't necessarily think that those two go hand in hand. No. And especially when your dad is really into athletics, yeah. is he supportive of the dance? Yeah, well, no one knew. It was actually like the Billy Elliot story. So um, I started like around 12 or 13 years old, and no one knew. Just my mum dropped me off at the studio. <clears throat> and then all the other mums were like, you know, they sit there and watch, and I was like, oh, you can leave now. And my, I remember this mum was like, what, what? And I know that other mothers heard me. I'm like, nah, mum, you can leave. You don't watch rugby practice. You don't watch basketball practice. You don't watch tennis athletics. Why would you watch this? And all the other parents were like, who the hell is this kid? But I was like, leave. <laughs> I don't need a dance mom. <laughs> go away. Like, go from the word go. And then she never came to a, a practice ever, oh which gosh. I didn't want them. I didn't need one that, you know? So, um, What inspired you, though, to get into that first dance class? Well, here's... Here, here's the thing. I was always doing like drama and acting and like all different things. I was always running around the house, like being crazy. I guess that is not a surprise, right? <laughs> and um, playing my parents' CDs back in those days, like rock and roll CDs and like all this music. And my family, like, I was always 
out with my mum and dad at a, like a, maybe an event or like a birthday or a party or something like this. And they they, they didn't dance themselves, but they, they're always like a social. We're always like a social family, I guess. Mm-hmm. And then there's a TV show on in New Zealand, and I was like, oh, uh, it was called Battle, Battle of the Ballroom about competitors. And I was like, oh, I want, I want to maybe try that. Maybe I'll try that. And I was actually going to try rock and roll dancing first because I want to do all the tricks. Mm-hmm. And um, and then my mum knew one of the boys on the show. His mum, la, 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 connected it up. Next thing, I'm down at the studio. And then my mum literally said, as we're walking up these stairs, because this boy's mother said to her, it will take over your life, be really careful. And she goes, by the way, this is not taking over our lives. And dun, I, said, dun, dun. I said, it's a dance class. Just shush. Just, God, you're embarrassing. You know? Mom. <laughs> you know? And then, um, and then, yeah, so basically I started the class and um, no one knew. We kept it quiet because we didn't know how everyone would take it. And mm-hmm. um, which The is, stigma of boys and dance. It yeah. still does exist in some level. It's much better today, but yeah. it, it still does exist. Yeah, it does. And it, it bugs me and I'm, you know, trying to get dancing back into into schools more sooner right now and other projects. But, but yeah, so no one knew for about a year. My dad was actually coaching rugby in Japan. He's an international rugby coach and also coached in New Zealand and played in New Zealand and everything like this. And dad didn't actually know. No one knew. No one knew. And then mum would go visit dad in Japan, obviously. And um, I should leave me, like, money behind for the dance classes, like all this cash. And my brother once found all this money and thought I was stealing <gasps> at school. And then I... Couldn't tell him what it was, and then somehow, like, it got out that it was actually for dance class, and then, yeah, it was this whole series of things that slowly we, we, we told people, and um, and then it was like it was it was all, it was all good. I mean, of course, it was it got out, and then the bullying at school, and the twinkle toes, and the fairy, and the the you know the physical abuse. You know, there's there's lots of things that everyone goes through. I'm not I'm not crying out my story here, but I'm no. just saying. Everyone goes through this. It stinks that you know? it, it exists. And I yeah. think, you know, it's funny because I was a kid that was in a ton of dance classes and it, it um, sort of prevented me from doing a lot of the normal stuff like the soccer and the cheerleading that right. girls do. And uh, I would even get teased as yeah. a female because I was always off at dance class. And yeah. you, you lose a social aspect of school because you're off with a different set right. of friends and things like right. that. I had a few things happen. And t- at the end of it, it was all really positive and really, really great. But there was a stage where, like, I couldn't do some athletics practices and the coach once had moved the practice for me and then he found it was for dance and then he didn't and then you know there was just these little situations where other teachers didn't even believe that I danced they're like you don't dance you're a talker I'm like uh I dance and I am a talker yeah that doesn't matter my brother was a head prefect captain of the rugby team captain of the cricket team captain of the athletics team all the same thing so I was following in these family footsteps which I I did do at the beginning but then the dance started to lead me off in this other direction. And from the kids bullying and, like, yelling and throwing things at you and all the stuff at school. And then I actually did a speech. I actually was like, stuff this. I'm going to do my, my term, my speech on um, on dancing. So everyone actually understands what on earth is going on. So I did this whole presentation on it and won the speech competition because of it. And then everyone started to calm down a little bit more. And then I danced at the school. I, I danced in front of the whole boys' Catholic school. Was it like a talent show or something? No, no, no. It was a house <laughs> We had, like, houses, like, red, blue, green, you know, um, uh, houses of mine was called Waters, a greenhouse, and we had, like, house competition against each other, so mm-hmm. we all had to sing, do, like, a fun little dance, and then, like, really simple, stupid things, and then, um, and all dress up and stuff, and then they were like, oh, Toka can dance, why don't we just throw him in to do the dance, none of us will do it, so we did that, and I brought my partner in, and she had a short skirt and everything around, and... 
nothing on and all the boys were just going crazy. So I basically like trained them or explained physically and verbally like what it actually is I do because no one actually knew. They knew I danced, but they didn't know what it was. And then I saw this really nice transition where everyone, and especially my close friends, you know, actually would come to the studio and come see it. And then would come to a competition. And then, you know, um, they would ask me to teach the older, oldest boys in the school for the school ball. So there was this transition, but it took like a, it was a year and a half of like constant stuff. And people that. tease oftentimes because they don't understand, and, but the more they learn. They're scared of, of, of people being different. Yes. They're scared of, of, of them, of you not doing the normal, the normal thing that's, that is apparently what it should be or what you should be. You know, even for me to leave school, I left school early to go to Australia to dance because I had the opportunity. Even my principal just said, do you really think this is a good idea? Do you really think you should be leaving school right now? And he didn't even know that I had enough marks to go to university the year before. So I had already enough because I took some extra papers or whatever. So I had enough if I wanted to go to uni anyway, I could. Right, you're the He credits. didn't even know. Yeah. And he was just like, you know, and that's my principal of my school. And I will never forget these things. I don't want, you know, I want to be able to encourage boys especially as well and, and girls, of course, to like always just follow that passion and follow that dream. If you know, I knew in my gut always that that is what I wanted to do, get out and not just dance and act, but like be creative and everything. And there were elements in my school that did help me with that. All my acting teachers and my English teachers were really supportive. And my mm -hmm. graphics teacher and my design teachers. And uh, I'll never forget Miss Reed, my English teacher. I know, not Reed, R-E-A-D, but R-E-E-D. Miss Reed printed off when I won the New Zealand Championship. She printed off that, uh, the article in the paper, put it all around the school. You know, and it was like, we have a national champion in our school. Let's all support, you know. So it took a while, but then they, they all... They yeah. all kind of like turn their heads around. And... How did your athletics help you with your dance? Because you already understood how your body moved, I imagine. Yeah, I think it was um, being athletic and being brought up in this family of, of sportsmen. My, my sister is also married to a very, very well-known and very good rugby player too. And when I lived in London, I lived with them and he was playing for England at the time too. And being brought up in that family, I had this sportsman mentality in my dancing. So... It helped me train, like, physically in the gym and be fit and my nutrition and my eating. It's always something I've been really interested in because of my dad, I would say, and, and of my family. And I think it definitely helped. And also the mind, working with the mind and stuff. I work with a very good friend, Camilla Delarap, with mindfulness, meditation, and NLP, neuro-linguistic programming, basically like sports psychology and stuff yeah. like this. And all these other elements all helped to build and create the you know what, what I've done and and all those sorts of things. So <clears throat> being brought up in that family, I think it really helped, gave me other ideas. And and when you get knocked down, you know, it was the sport, the mentality of like, come on, we, we lose a game, You're not, we're not going to just sit down and sulk. We're going to get up and we're going to figure out how we're not going to lose again. You know, so the result's not right. Okay, literally Ricky, my brother-in-law, was like, okay, let's get the footage from your last your last competition. Now let's see. Let's watch the game tape. <laughs> let, let, let's do, no, literally, he we, we did an analysis, you know. Yeah. And, and also Ricky... You know, my dad was in Japan and mum was away and I couldn't iron my shirt. I'll never forget Ricky was at boarding school. He, my, my brother-in-law, and he was like, you know, I had to play rugby in the morning. So I had my rugby boots and my stuff, you know, he'd help me like iron my, sh my ballroom shirt, make sure my, <laughs> my boots were clean. And then my rug, my dance shoes were clean, you know. So it was this whole transition of, it went from like black to white, like not overnight, but it was this like yeah, whole. Yeah, you, you started seeing little yeah. improvements. When did you know that your dad was really proud of you? Because I know for him it was probably he had to kind of just grasp what was happening. Yeah, and we didn't really talk about it too much. Um, 
like, I didn't really know what he was really thinking about or going through. I think, again, once they understood what exactly <laughs> I was doing, um, and he came in and he saw the competition, and I think also that he saw the element of, like, wow, this is actually quite intense. This is not a walk in the park. These guys are dancing, like, all Dancers day are athletes. long. Yeah. You guys are athletes. Yeah, and so um, I can't remember, like, the period that he was, like, it was all okay, but I just remember he was, like, what do you need? Like, what, what else do you need? What, what can we help you with or whatever like that? Because it's expensive too. And he's forking out a lot of money. And, uh, and then had to start traveling, you know, and then it's more money. And we got no government sponsorship for this because it's not an Olympic sport yet, so we don't have any of that. They're still so trying. They're trying. We're recognized, which is great, but it's not officially. But, um, but yeah, it was, it was uh, not just like one, one day. It was just, oh, it's okay. It was just like a gradual thing. That was, yeah. It was all, all okay. But I never really knew what he was, I guess, thinking. I don't know. But I think even like trying to find out how he can support you, I think yeah. that that is showing to him that he's oh, yeah. invested. And turning up, and then when he and then he moved back to New Zealand, and he'll be at the competitions and travel to nationals with me and things like this. And these little things meant a lot, meant a lot. And then you know he was the deciding factor that I was allowed to move to Australia at like sixteen by myself. Like moving countries alone, I didn't realize until just recently. <laughs> How big of a deal that kind of was for my family and back then, like leaving. I mean, we were I know, a baby. Yeah, and I know like Derek and Jules did this at a younger, even a younger age. Yeah, you know, um, but he, they were going to a family that they knew. I was going to a family I didn't know, and a girl that I just met a few months earlier. So it was like a big, a, a big transition, a big, a big deal. And I remember the airport was like a nightmare. My sister yelling at my dad, "You're letting him leave. He can't leave." My mom crying. Dad's like, he's got to do this. You know, he's got to go. This is his opportunity now. Because yeah. I'd done everything I could do in New Zealand. I, like, won everything. I wasn't really being challenged. And I'm always, like I said to you before, like, always wanted to challenge myself or do something new and not, like, if it's not helping me develop as a person or, or uh, you know, literally, if it's not challenging me, I'm, yeah, I'm going to be bored. I'm like a sponge. I, I want to learn. I want to progress constantly. You get bored easily, too. I know you. Yeah. Um, what was it? So you, you had met a partner and she was from Australia, so yep. you're moving there. Yep. Um, were you guys like immediately like training for competitions and oh, things yeah. like they, that? I stepped off the plane. I, w I was in the workforce straight away. I taught kids. I started teaching in schools. So we ran around, traveled around all the schools in Brisbane and we would teach them dancing and we would put them in competitions at the end of the term. So we'd have like 10 schools in a big, huge arena and it was the most amazing, beautiful thing. And now I'm doing that in America. I'm starting to, to bring this program into I here too. I love that. Which is really exciting. We just got a school signed up as well and so there's a few things there but um and then straight away training for competitions yeah new coaches new everything new environment scary hard tough really tough being by yourself again supporting yourself were you homesick um yeah i started getting homesick but also didn't really want to show it because it was my decision you know um yeah and you want to be like i'm a man i'm on my yeah. own i can do this yeah. i can make this happen yeah and but i had some really good support and i've had luckily enough, I've had people along this journey who have always, you know, or I've met them on the way, and they've been these, the most amazing people to me and like my family on the way. And in every country, I went from New Zealand to Australia to London to Italy, back to London to Hong Kong to Singapore, then America. Oh my gosh! So on all in all, there's like eight places. So it's like um, eight eight times I moved. So. Um, it did you was, meet any of, uh, because I know there's there's a core contingent of, of ballroom dancers. Did you meet any of the, the people that we know in Australia when you were dancing young? Oh, yeah. Like Sharna and oh, all yeah. that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, of course. You've yeah. known all of them. And in London like, and everywhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah, in Hong Kong and everywhere. Yeah, yeah. That's amazing. We, and Val and I, we all had the same coaches. So we'd be in New York at the World Championships together. We'd be in training camps in Germany together. We'd be at Blackpool International, UK. We'd be, you know, 
drove out. We'd be driving around somewhere in Germany. Or what? Like, yeah, we, it, it was this, this whole community since before the TV shows and stuff. That's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it, Shirley it sometimes talks about it too. Just you know who she's trained and who she's known since they yeah. were itty bitty. And I mean, like for that. God's sakes, I, I I said this a couple of times. I don't know if I sit here, but <laughs> I packed up Shirley's house once. You know, when she moved to America, I packed up Mark's from un- London to undies, undies and socks in the bag. I'm like, I can't believe I'm doing this, Mark. What am I doing? I'm like, get over here and pack your own boxes. You know, and there's guitars. I'm walking down Nans in there, and I'm. It's like it's such a family and it was so much history and yeah, which is kind of a really cool, sweet thing to to, to come it, into. There is something really wonderful about all of that because you guys do have this long history and it's a yeah. long, successful history too. Yeah. You guys have done well on the competition circuit and then beyond that. And here, you, you know, all of you guys at some point or another have been on a top ten national show here in the United yeah. States. Yeah, big deal. And sell, and sold out tours and all sorts of things. You know. Yeah. And you know we can all still like live together and literally work together, and right. what, which is really something kind of, I think it's, you're right, I think it's quite special that, you know, I've, like I've, I've lived with four of the cast, you know, and we've all toured. When, when you can live in a tour bus with each other for three months, you know, you, can, you, know you can get on with them. That's you know so what I mean? true. And, and do that over and over again. Yeah, every single night. And then be back at work with them um, uh, two weeks later after that tour. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot. It is a lot. And I have to give it up to the guys who are all doing that still. Like, that is a lot. They've got, I think, a 65-city tour ahead of them coming up. That's a big one after a long season. And so it is. I've I've been on tour. It's tough. It's It's tough. tough. It's tough on the body. It's tough on your eating habits, sleeping habits. Oh, yeah, it's tough. You miss home. You miss kind of like that normal schedule. Schedule. Yeah. Yeah. It is. It is. But it's great as well to be on the road and to see all these places and meet all these people. There's all that fun stuff too. But, yeah. How old were you when you moved to London? London, I was uh, 18. So you're still really yeah. young. So it was London, 18, 19, Italy at 20, back to London, 21, opened a school in London, and then moved between Hong Kong, London, and Australia. I'd live between three cities, basically. Train in London, and then I would teach in Hong Kong, and then we would do competitions because we represented Australia. Oh, boy. So we would travel between all three. Same partner that you were yeah. still since, since 16? No, hell no. You're like, oh, no. <laughs> the, probably the 10th. <laughs> <laughs> How many partners, Jules, have you had in this day, I <laughs> at had, this point in your career? Should we listen to them? I started with Brittany. Mm-hmm. Hey, Brittany. And then moved to Gabrielle. And then it went to, oh, my God, Kirsten. Oh, Lord. And then it went to... Um, I forget her that name girl. now. That wasn't the best one. Yeah, I forget that her girl. name. That girl, we'll just call her that girl. That girl. Then it went to Rosaria in Italy, and then Serena in Italy, and then it went to um, Annalisa, and that was the most successful partnership, Annalisa. With right? Annalisa. Oh, yeah. Well, that's seven. That's not bad. That's not bad. And you've been dancing with Rachel White? <clears throat> and then past- Rachel White this past year. Yeah, Rachel yeah. and I have, had, have done some pro smooth comps, which has been <laughs> crazy, amazing journey to step back in there for a little bit. What inspired you to step back into uh, competition? Because it's it's not something you do halfway. You have to fully do it. No, yeah, trust me, exactly. You have to go all the all the way up into it. And it, um, it was <laughs> she got married last year, and I was the MC at the wedding. And I don't know what happened. I did crack my head open in the swimming pool. That's another story. But, um, Is that why you oh decided to compete? You I cracked your head open? I cracked and my then... head open and I was like, oh my God, we should compete. Let's do that. No, but. Um, <laughs> Here's you and Rachel. Oh, bless <laughs> us. Yeah. No, that's at Blackpool. We went to Blackpool this year too and we were eighth, which we were really happy with, which was cool. Congratulations. Um, and only been, that's only our fourth comp, you know. 
I saw you at so Emerald you Ball. So oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah that's right. You that guys too. look great out there. Thank you so much. I grabbed some photo, uh, some video. I think of you guys like on the dance floor. Yeah. So we we I we decided to do it because we wanted to do our own thing and step back into it for us. It's like the last little hoo-ha, you could say. Because uh, the TV stuff and whatever came up, like, quite snappy, and I had to stop everything else, and mm-hmm. I never got back out there. And before, I was doing just Latin American, and I hadn't done my ball. I'd done ballroom as well. I'd done 10 dance for many years and represented New Zealand, England, and Australia at World Championships. And I really enjoyed the smooth, and I wanted to put my own little flavour into it and, and just get out there and... And have some fun with it, and do do what we wanted to do for a change, not what everyone else wanted us to do. Did you have fun? So yeah, we had a lot of fun. That's good. Yeah, yeah, we we we, we did some pretty crazy different things out there, and, and gave it a good world. What so. was what was the reaction from the judges when you're doing some extra things that they're like, "What is this?" <laughs> some weren't too happy, and they wanted to pull it back. To okay. be honest with you, and um, and some were like our coaches were all just like, "Yep." Yeah, Go, let's keep doing it, keep pushing it, keep to pushing the it. Creativity, keep pushing yeah. It. Yeah, because you know, I love to choreograph and I love to experiment and I love to put a show on and make people enjoy what they're seeing. And if I'm enjoying what I'm doing, then you're going to enjoy what you're watching. If mm-hmm. I'm doing something that I'm not enjoying, it's going to show and it's going to be fake. And I didn't want to be fake. There's enough things out there that I think are forced and fake. And um, and I wanted to try and just give like some real cool, fun, fun stuff that wasn't like just plastic fake smiles running around the floor and choreography that everybody does. And also the athleticism as well. I wanted to do tricks and things that other people out there couldn't do, which was exactly what we did. That's awesome, though. <clears throat> yeah, because yeah. when you do it your way, you're, you're probably winding up with the most satisfaction in the end, no matter what the competition Result results is, are. Yeah. yeah. And I think For that's... sure. You know, you, I think especially when you're, when you're like, you know, 16, 17, 18, 19, you're like, you just want to be in first or you just want to get there. But then when you're, you get you a little bit older... Anything to get there, yeah. Anything. And then you <clears throat> kind of get a little bit older and you're like, oh my gosh, no, the perspective of like, we put this creativity in it, we yeah. entertain people. Like, I felt great out there. Yeah, There's yeah. a lot more satisfaction in that in the end. Yeah, because you know that what you did was what you wanted to do. Right. And you're not just pleasing everyone out there. Right. You're not doing what the judges want. You're not wanted. doing what they just want to do. And you can't just go around to every judge having a lesson, getting the mark. It's not I'm not gonna it's not like that. I'm not gonna be doing that. So it was fun. And right now we're taking a little uh, a break. I'm not sure what we're gonna continue or not. Just a schedule like just at the opening of the studio. We've got charity <laughs> events, we've got shows of pitching things. It it, it it's fun and crazy. And um I, I rededicated some time to that and it was like five AMs being in San Diego like three days a week. The schedule was manic. But fun, but fun. That yeah, good. and that's that's fun. good though. I love I love to hear that. Yeah. Um. You know, I never. I don't know if we ever talked about this story. How did you wind up on Dancing with the Stars? Because I I find that with everyone, what how they wind up on Troop, everyone has a different experience and yeah. a different story to tell. Well, I was in the UK and they asked me to come into the UK to have a meeting, um, for Strictly, and I was like, well, actually, no, I want to go to America because I want to act and do all these other things as well and I was already trying to get come into America through a dance studio mm-hmm. and they said oh are you sure you want to do that I'm like 100% sure so, and they set me up with a meeting with Joe and Ash and um oh, I, I flew over and sat down had a meeting with Shelby actually Shelves and um then following up that Shelby's was, one of the producers yeah on the show, yeah. yeah January reach back out and they're like hi can we jump on the Skype call and bada bing bada boom and that was it that was it yeah, it's so interesting because some people have meetings some people have to audition yeah um, it, really some people just kind of like are you available and that's it yeah um, and then some people have to come back in several times It's it's been really fascinating kind of talk to people 
uh, what their experience yeah. is like. And what I love about uh, your year or your season was that every, they introduced you guys with that great package. Yeah, they've never done that before. They've never done that before, and they've never done it again, I think. <laughs> I think that was, I don't know what you guys did, but no, but it was great. I like, know, because I remember Emma and a couple of my friends were like, oh, we never got that. We didn't get that. I was like, yeah, no, that was kind of cool. I know, because it was like you and Whitney and Gleb Lindsay and, and Gleb. Yeah, it was fun. And oh you got my a God. dance. Like... Yeah, we shot outside McCann in the freezing cold water down with like wet <laughs> socks and shoes. I'll never forget that. It was hilarious. Yeah, and, they, and they made me shave my head. So that was uh, a production note. That was note. a production note. They, they asked me if I would shave my head. And I was like, sure, I don't care. Oh, yeah, you're just like, I just want the job. Boom, I'll w- shave Were my they head. calling you Julian too? Was that Oh, a- yeah, so there was two, like, yeah, the, one rehearsal, my name came up as Jules, and then on the actual show, it came up as Julian. And I was like, oh, what the hell? Someone changed what happened here. So, yeah, they, they decided to... to yeah, because they, they do... It happens on So You Think You Can Dance, too. Yeah. They're like, we're going to call you by your full name. You're not going to go by your yeah. nickname. And you're like, but... But then my car park said Jules, so it was very confusing. That is really confusing. And then, oh, my God, I'm going to tell you something about this. And then, so when we... There's the picture. Oh, Whitney oh, and I. There's your ba- baby oh. Whitney and baby Jules. Look well, at your hair. When I'm shaving face and shaving hair, I look like I'm Justin Bieber, like a 12-year-old. Yeah, but you anyway. look like 18. Yeah, I know. Um, so, oh my god, so we come into this package, and I don't know who Whitney and Lindsay are at all, like, I don't have a clue who they are, and so I'm sitting there doing the video, they're asking us all these questions, they were trying to get, like, some dirt on, like, so, how do you know, like, what do you think of Whitney and Lindsay, and I'm like, I don't even know who they are, who are those people? They were just off of So You Think You Can Dance. And then, like, Whitney just, like, pops her head around the corner, she's in hair and makeup, hi, I'm Whitney, like, bubbly, like, um, you know, real fun and funny, and then Gleb and I, they tried to make Gleb and I, like, have this like funny like oh so what do you think about Gleb like you know are you gonna show him like who you are on the dance floor and like Gleb and I are just like this whole time having this because we've been good friends for many years right and having this like banter back and forth and then but it was so bad that we had to come back and retake the whole thing they're like this dance battle no because and then Gleb oh there's a there's a whole Ridiculous, yeah, I can't say it right now, but it was hilarious dance battle that had to be cut and we had to do it again because it just didn't. I wonder didn't where that work. footage is. <laughs> oh, I can't, I'd love you know? to see it. It was like, I'm Jules and I'm going to show Gleb what it is to be on the floor. So, I'm so, going to cha cha. It was so bad. Like, watch this Kiwi burn it up on the floor. You know, it was so ridiculous. That's amazing. It was a funny somewhere that footage I is know, archived. I need we need to find it because yeah. it's so bad. It was Who's so in funny. charge of the archive footage? I know. Anyway, that I was a want funny that. time. <laughs> oh yeah. What uh, you know? Season sixteen. It was it was one of those times because it was it was new energy. There was a lot of shifting around things like that. What do you remember most about your season on, on Dancing with the Stars? What do I remember most? I just remember it being manic because it was the two shows still. That's right. You had results shows. You had results, and we had Monday night, and it was um, it was always there was always so many things, so many things yeah. to do. We worked really, we worked hard. You know, it's true. Two shows a week, and then you jump into all the other numbers. They, you know, we start they started using us more, and all the other numbers too. Yeah. Um, but I just remember having a great time. I just remember how thankful I was to be finally in the U.S. It'd been years of trying to get over here, and finally I was here, and I couldn't believe. And Gleb and I would be. Like, we, we laughed about coming here, talking about it in Australia and in Hong Kong for years. And, oh, my God, imagine if we get there and imagine if we go. And did you have your meeting? Yeah, I had mine. Did you have your, you know, oh, my God, so what's happening? I don't know. Did you get the call? I got the call. I got the call. Okay, we're going. And you're both there. You know, we both went at the same time. And it was just really, really cool. And Emma and Sasha, I'd come over for the meeting. And I was meant to be moving here to, to teach in this dance studio the day before I flew out. 
I they dropped that they they cancelled me coming over to to work me and my dance partner, mm-hmm. and, but we had the flights ready to go, oh so we came over anyway. And like you've got no idea, like the situation. So we had nowhere to live, nowhere to go, nothing. And like Em and Sash like put me up, you know. They went away to do dance exercises in India, so I stayed at their place, but they weren't here. And so this is this always this great community, is what I was trying to say again about everyone just supporting and helping and being there. And I remember going to the interview, just <laughs> sweating my face off, like I was so. <laughs> I was like, your butt off. <laughs> my my butt off, sweating so much, and it was like boiling hot. And for some reason, I wore. Like jeans, a shirt, a waist jacket, a tie, and a jacket on top, like dapper as hell, like dressed up. And I'm like, oh my god, I'm sweltering, like pouring off my face. Yeah, when it gets hot here in LA too, it's brutal. Yeah, I had a meeting in August. Like, what am I doing? Yeah, it's like 100 degrees. 100, and I I wanted to look real nice and real, oh my god. And you're like, now I just look a sweaty mess. And I had this terrible car that was like this old, like, rental that. I parked like ages away, so I walked in. I was so no- it was so funny. Oh, no. It was so funny because the, the air conditioning didn't work, and I was like, <gasps> you know, it was like the, one of those stories. It's just yeah, it's like everything's it so working funny. against you. But you know, it was so funny. But- that's what I love to hear because I, I love to hear that like Emma and Sasha were like, stay at our place. You know, you got a place to live. Keo was saying when he moved, you know, from yeah. South Africa, he was like. Peter was driving me like to agents. He's like, I didn't have a dance agent or a manager or anything when yeah. I came to this town. So yeah, yeah, it's it's a lot. We forget because we're just like, oh, you're on a top ten show. Here you go. But when you're moving from another country, it's kind of a big deal. It's hard, and LA's tough to get. You know, good 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 friends and people you trust here and stuff. It's very true. Even with management and teams, it, it's, it can be difficult for everything and everyone. So Everyone's- I think it's also why we all stick together too because we all. Have each other's backs. Too, yeah, and you guys know? have a long history together. And, yeah. you know, people in L.A. can be self-involved, and you're yeah. just like, I'm busy. Yeah, Good exactly. Good luck. Exactly. Welcome to the country. Yeah. Hi. Bye. Yeah. And then you're like, wait a minute. Exactly. <laughs> I have no one to eat lunch with. <laughs> <laughs> no, for sure. No, it's true, and you feel that. You feel sometimes you're like, it's a little lonely here. No, definitely. So it's nice that we all have that that, that connection with each other. I think it's quite special. Yes. Um, I was trying to remember, how did we get you on Dancing with the Stars after Buzz? Did I just, like, email you, and I was like, we've got a spot? I don't even remember. I think we might have. There we are again. There's oh. our, I love this photo because <sighs> I was like, you have Artem, Jenna is in there. I think that was her first season in Troop. Yeah. Suri, Anna, of course, you were there. Jake Dupree, who was our co-host, oh, was yeah. out for the season. I remember right. that. He That's was doing right. a show. That's and I was right. like, I don't know if I, I asked you I for must one. Have come in. I think I came in for one. Um, beforehand, and, and like, then just like, do you want to come and say, yeah, yeah. Just something stay. like that? It was fun. I, I called. I call this season. This was season eighteen. I call this peak Dancing with the Stars because it was such a great season of like Max and Merrill and yeah. Derek and Amy Purdy, and it was a great cast. And even Ch- and Charlie, who I thought was robbed a little early. Oh, Charlie White and yeah. Sharna was. I, I have not things. forgotten that Mary Poppins mm. dance. So. I, exactly. Well, I was just thinking. <laughs> exactly. It? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I will remember that one. I, probably out of the entire like it that was, was the awesome. most epic one. For me. I know I love that. Um, I love that. Also, the the season we got the most fan uh, fan feedback, both good and bad. It's probably the season <laughs> I blocked more people than any other oh season God. on social media. I'm sure you Was saw that it too. Cameron Bure season. Yeah, with Mark Ballas. Yeah. Was that that season? I might have been. Um, I feel like she was a season later oh, or something like it. Late. Okay, but who did Mark have that season then? I've got to look it up because it's going to drive me nuts now. But you know, isn't that? I mean, but that that season. <laughs> Were you on with us when we had Candace Cameron? Is that what we're thinking? Yeah, because we had a birthday party and I came in the next day. Oh, then that must have been. <laughs> Season 16. Yeah. It must have been no, Candace. 17, 18. 
I don't know. Yeah, I'm like, I'm going to look it up just so we know. People are going to be like, why? Oh, of course, he had Allie Raisman. Oh, yeah, Allie. No, that was season 16, Allie. I mean, season 18. You're 16, 18. I'm not talking about Miss Fallon. Wait, I'm all on the wrong one. I'm all on the wrong I was like, he had Allie Raisman, but you were like, I was on that show. Yeah, that was the one I was on. Hilarious. There we go. I was like, who did Mark Ballas have in season 18? Why can't I remember? Oh, Cameron's Cameron. You were right. It is Candace. Yeah. So it was Candace uh, and Danica. I was just thinking that the right, two right. 90s girls were different seasons, but that's pretty epic. Oh, yeah. yeah, that's I like that. That's one But that, that was a good season. That, that was, was a, a really And Candace Cameron wind season. up coming in third. Yeah. And after all that. She did awesome. Though. She, she worked better. really, really hard. Anyway. She worked really hard. Um, well, I want to ask, too, because we've been talking a lot lately about choreography on Dancing with the Stars. Mm. Uh, it's been a topic that has come up. Um, we've talked with Alan Salazar about it, and... Mm-hmm. Uh, I think people don't necessarily like understand like how is everyone choreographing and the pros choreographing. You've helped a lot of the pros just sort of like polish their pieces and, mm-hmm. and, and do things. Um, yep. Has it been a process that um, is challenging because they're not like Jules Tucker choreographed this or is yeah. it something that you're like, well, this is the way Dancing with the Stars handles it. There's no union rules protecting you guys on that. So, yeah, I think it's it it can be tough because sometimes you feel like oh, you know. I did that whole thing or I did parts of it or it's a collaboration. So it just depends what, how much you've been involved and who's taking full creative. It can be, it, it's, it's a tough one. Yeah. Because there's also some problems with some Emmy nominations before. Yes. Where people have done literally the whole routine and weren't nominated. And also I did some of another routine and wasn't involved in it and the emmy rules state that if you're not credited on the production you're not you can't get nominated so we're just it's nobody's fault but it's it's the way there's some murky rules going on so that i just want to establish that yeah and at the end of the day it's like you know whether or not that you get your name behind it i think the fact that you if you want to do it to help then you know you've got to be okay with what you're putting yourself into and realizing that your name's not going to be on it and it's something that you just have to live with and get, and get on with the job. Yeah. Because I just love doing what I do. And, you know, if I have time and I can get in there and help and, you know, and be creative and choreograph and give ideas and this and that, and, you know, then, then, that, then that's cool and I will. Well, and a lot of know, these people are your friends too. And so. they're my friends too. And yeah. if they need help, I'm going to be there, you know. Let them use the studio when I can, and you know all these little things now. So we've seen your you know. studio quite a bit on this season. Yeah. I recognize. I'm like, that's just dance, and we've seen Kim Johnson Herjavec's yep. uh, studio, yep. which I yep. love. I love that they've been using that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah, yeah. It's, been, it's, it's nice. It's not again. It's nice going like full circle. It's cool. It, it really is, and yeah. it's probably fun to have some of the producers and cameramen and everything else like in there yeah. and stuff like Good that. Good to see everyone around. It's cool. What inspired you to open the studio? Oh you my and your God. partner Mike Wynn. I know. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was on tour with Dancing the Stars, and the space just came available, and the, there was a studio there before, and it closed down, and it was just sitting there, and I was just like, God, should I just take it? Should I should we lease it, renovate the whole thing, and just do this? I mean, why not? Mm-hmm. I had just the feeling in my gut, which just said, why not? I think it's a good idea, so um, why not? Why, why not give it a try? And I've opened a school before in London, and it's still going, <laughs> not under me, but it's still it's still happening. Yep, which know? is impressive because studios can come and go. And in LA, it's a five year span. It's like the lease stuff in five years, they close down or they try and sell and they don't sell. So it's difficult. It's really hard. Um, but you know, we 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 want to make this community and this feeling um, 
of support and like like a CrossFit community have, you know, mm-hmm. and this sort of like really cool, inspiring environment for people to come into and, and learn and and be part of our family, and that's what we're, we're doing. And well, it's important too because Ellie doesn't have a major sense of community at no, all. No. <laughs> you know lot, it, I yeah, know it, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's a lot of people looking for that, and dance is such a beautiful, amazing way to to be involved with that. And it's something that everyone should be able to do. Everyone should be able to dance. We dance at weddings, at clubs, at parties, at events, mm-hmm. you know, um, and I get this all the time, say, oh, yeah, but I don't dance. I don't know how to dance. That's why I opened a studio Come to teach you, anyone, beginner, whoever you are, how to dance. That's like my forte, like on Dance from the Stars, we teach the celebrities who don't know how to dance, how to dance very quickly. Like that's what I'm very specialized in now. <laughs> you know? You're like, like, I got it. Like, I gotcha. Get your butt in the door. Yeah. Like, it's okay. That's another thing. I'm trying to make it, like, it, to make everyone realize that it's okay. Don't feel threatened to come into my space and to be involved. And that's the comments I get back are that, oh, we love the energy in here. It's really calm and inviting. And that's exactly what I want. I don't want people, you know, my instructors aren't in shirt and ties and waist jackets and dance pants up to the nipples. It's not like this. You know what <laughs> I mean? Don't like that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. That's the last thing you want to go into. It's like going to a ballet class with someone in a full leotard and tutu and the hair up and ready to go. Yeah. It's like, how put off would you be? You know, you want to be relaxed, inviting, and comfortable. You know what I like about your studio? The really high ceilings. Thank you. It gives like a lot of like open air. Yeah. It, yeah you don't feel like you're in a tight, cramped studio. Yeah. 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 That's the, the mirrors are really crazy long and it's, it's just white and bright and positive. That's exactly what we wanted. I want to come in and learn a really good hustle. Okay. Yes. And my husband's a good social dancer. So really? Yes. He is a great He's a great dancer, honestly. I have you have never been to our social dances. I don't know, but I really want to learn. Like, I want a mean hustle. Like, I just want to get I think get you there. should perform at our Christmas showcase. <laughs> Christmas showcase. My husband would totally do it. He's like, he's so down. For All right, we'll like talk about this after. All we'll, right, we'll, we'll, get, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. Um, I want to talk about Goldie Hawn, though, because oh, you and I talked Goldie. about this um, before we went on air, and I was like, Goldie Hawn... Um, made this incredible speech. There's a photo of her up there um, at your studio. And I I put a quote in my Dance Network article that I did on your studio. So dancenetwork.tv, go and find it on the dance blog section. Um, But it was so poignant and it was so perfect and it was unrehearsed and it was from the heart. Just talking about like, she was a dancer. She got plucked out of the chorus. She became a star. But she's like, my dream was to open a dance studio. And tonight... We're opening a dance studio. And everyone, I mean, I don't know how anyone, like, tried, like, kept it, you know, dry I mean, eyes. I was crying. it was so sweet and it was so amazing. And, I mean, I know you guys are, are working together um, currently. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, so we're, I mean, I met Goldie through Derek, actually. And that's why it was kind of special to have D and Goldie there as well because he connected us a few years ago for one of the charity events that um, he couldn't do. And I was fortunate enough they rang me up and said, yo, can you do this? I can't do it, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. It's Goldie. It's important to me because they're good friends too. And I stepped in. I was like, of course. And we kept really close ever since. And um, we're actually performing on Friday. We have, we're doing her charity event for Mind Up, which is all mindfulness uh, for children. It's a program that goes into all the schools. And it's such an amazing, amazing program. I, I'm very much into transcendental meditation as well mm-hmm. and mindfulness and all this. So I I'm, I'm actually love the whole, the whole program. And we are doing a little fun number, just a few eights um, on Friday night at, at her at her. Is event. there a style to it, or it's just a little bit of everything? Um, it's a little bit of everything. It's a little bit of swing. There's a few lifts, a few dips. 
Excellent. Um, it's for it, the number we're doing is um, you're the one that I want from Greece. Oh, so it. we all come out and we do Footloose. We do a crazy ass jive, mm -hmm. and then um, I've got eight dancers coming in, and then um, and then the girls go get Goldie and bring her on the stage, and then we all we dance with her, and she's like pull between a few of the boys, and then get her up in the air and like do some tricks and bits and pieces. And then she kind of <laughs> she's gonna act like she's like. I'm losing the plot, and then like a girl over here, and it's gonna be really funny. That's gonna be good. And then, how's her dancing these days? She's uh, moving good. She's so fit. She's fit as a fiddle, and she yeah yeah she can dance. Yeah, she can still move. She wasn't. Yeah, I was like. People didn't know that she was a dancer too, so that's what was kind of like quite cool. It was like, oh my god, she's a dancer. I'm like, yeah, she was a dancer before she was an actress. Yes, she and, was, and she still is. And she was in the studio the other day, and we were just talking about. She's like, you know, this. I just still sometimes can't. I mean, she's nearly tearing up again just about it. She's like, how I'm alive totally changed. And she's just saying to me, like, you know, helping me with some acting things. And she's like, your discipline comes from your dancing. Mm -hmm. That's why you'll, you'll be able to do what you do through acting and stuff because of all the discipline that you've learned through dance. And that's why she feels she's done what she's done because of her dancing training and her empathy and, and things like this. So it was really interesting and it's been an awesome guide. She's been an awesome guide to, to have, too. Oh, I love so that. So it's fun and just... I didn't even know she was going to talk at the event. Like, I just said, could you... It was you? so perfect. I said, I said to her, I'm going to get you up to say thank you and stuff. If you want to talk, you can. You don't have to. And she said, no, no, of course, of course, of course. And I was just like, oh, my God, here she goes. She's going to kill this speech. And she did. She, it was just beautiful. Yeah, I was I, I was right next to Katarina uh, Fedosova. Two of us were like, oh, my gosh, can you believe this? Like, yeah. oh, we were like, yes. oh, so great. Yeah, and so Derek, fortunate. as we were, I was saying, and, and I've said this before, he's such a great supporter of friends and yeah. their dance ventures and things yeah. like that. So it was nice to, to see, see from him. the word go has been a huge support, um, even not just with the studio, just even as a friend. And he's always given advice and, you know, he's always replied and said, hey, yeah, yo, read this book, you know, have a difficult time on tour or something. And I'm like, yo, I, I give me a book to read. I got to get my head, you know, in, out of this and whatever. And he's like, yeah, okay, Peaceful Warrior or, you know, for, for amendments. Like, you know, we, we share a lot, of, a lot of these things, so, um, which is really cool and special. And from the word go, like, we've done a lot of move events, interactive mm -hmm. events there. You know, we did some stuff on the Today Show there. He's always such a great support to connect connect people with their ventures and, and with the studio. It was just, for me, it was important to have to have them two there because um, Goldie also has been a big, you know, support to push the studio. There's a time when it could have, you know, I could have sold it already and I didn't and these people are like, no, keep it, keep it, keep it. You're doing good. Just keep going. So, it's good yeah. though. Yeah. Yeah, and it was a really nice turnout too. So that's... that's it was crazy. 250 was. people and Haley sang. It was beautiful. Haley Reinhardt was there and... Yeah. Everyone's going to think it was Haley. Oh, Derek's girlfriend, Derek's Haley girlfriend Irwin. Sang. Yeah, and I was like, she did not sing. I was like, let's clarify no, 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 which no. Haley it was. Haley Reinhardt from American Idol. Another good friend of mine. She came Maybe in Haley and, sings. We don't know the other Haley. But... Uh, so. No. Um, <laughs> we'll ask so, her. Yeah, and... Um, um, it was just, it was just beautiful. All these people turned up, and it was just like we're all here because, because of dance, isn't that such a beautiful thing? It really is. And I know that you're really wanting to extend uh, your workout into the community. You're working with the some of the Van Nuys school system. Yeah, we, we, we've jumped into a school down in Van Nuys. We've got 35 kids signed up to an after school program, three hours a week, and we do a Christmas performance in December with them. We've got a couple of other schools who are looking to get involved for next year and um, another department downtown who covered 200 schools in the L.A. district and they have after-school programs to get, in, get into all these schools. So 
It's something I'm quite passionate about because I believe that it's very important for kids to be able to interact, especially right now with all this social media, this negativity, the tablets and iPhones and all this technology that are taking people away from interacting with each other, you know, conversing, looking at each other, actually in front of someone instead of on a phone. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it's scary. And and having nieces and nephews in this day and age, you know, I've got six nieces and nephews in New Zealand who all have... Uh, iPads and iPhones, and it's like, you know, that that pretty good over there. But I see it here with kids just on these phones and not interacting and not playing and not knowing how to ask someone how to dance or to have the respect for males and females and be able to have the confidence to get up in front of yeah. a crowd and dance by yourself is a huge deal. And just the positive and support that I see through the kids, like the kids in the program, they perform for each other. You know, and then the older kids actually take one of the younger kids from like, you know, kindy or whatever, preschool, um, you say it differently. Kindergarten. Here, kindergarten and stuff. Yeah. Um, and they teach them a little number two, a little something with each other and they'll mm-hmm. perform it. So it's making the older kids also give them some responsibility. Leadership. To, and leadership to be able to and teach the younger kids. And they have like someone to look up to and, and be like, oh, no, this is a positive thing for them. And it releases all these amazing endorphins that you don't even realize. Yeah. And it's so fun. The kids are just smiling. And having a great time. Yeah. And that's what we want to see. And I think people forget, and I, I think for anyone that grew up with dance, but it gives you it gives you that discipline. It gives you the discipline for schoolwork, too, because you oh, understand, yeah. like, oh, I've got three hours of dance. I've got to make sure my homework's done for the next day. And yeah. all of those things, it helps you remember choreography. So it's, you know, memorizing things for school is important. For sure. Yeah. And it's all these for incredible sure. benefits that, you know, you're like, oh, we're, we're teaching dance, and they're getting physical, and, you know, and they're feeling good, but... It no, it branches resonates. off and there's so yeah. many different things that you don't even think so about. amazing. Yeah, so I'm excited about that program that's going out and, and getting more schools involved and, and seeing these kids develop. It, it's a pretty special and awesome. And then when the parents just come and, the, and, and they're like, oh, my God, it's so good to see our kids smiling and having fun. That's all we want. And I'm like, that's what I want too. Yeah, because so their nose isn't special. buried into a tablet oh or an gosh. iPhone. I mean, yeah. my phone's, I have my phone around me all the time. It yeah. happens. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's for scary. all of us. It is. It certainly is. Um, one thing I did want to... We pulled up a photo earlier. Um, La La Land. I know you worked with Mandy Moore on La La oh, Land. Oh, yeah. That was so yeah. much fun. Did you know... I mean, when Mandy calls you and she's like, I need some help, blah, blah, blah. Um, did you know that you were walking into like an Emma Stone, Ryan Gosling situation? And yeah. And did you know how big the film was going to be or it no. came out and you were like, holy cow? No. Did not realize how big this was going to be. I mean... You know, I had heard of a, the budget and who was involved and what was involved, the companies and who was backing it. And I thought, oh, Jesus, this is going to be quite big. Mm-hmm. And, um, and yeah, I mean, she's like, you know, it's, it's Ryan and Emma. you got to give it quiet, blah, 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 blah. This is what we've got to get done. We're on a tight time. Oh, we're on a tight time limit. <laughs> um, and that was such – it was Shana and I were, were involved in that. Yes. And it was Were you involved in, like, so when they cool. were doing, like, the camp? Um, where they were like learning the basic steps, or were you teaching them when um, it was a little bit um, more involved in like they were learning the actual routines? Because I know they kind of did like a dance camp. Yeah, it was after that we we came in and and developed it a lot more and helped connect things together and some things that didn't work and had to change and we had to change stuff around mm-hmm. and um, we worked a lot individually with them like I would work with Emma by ourselves for a bit and then we would work with Ryan by himself for a bit and then we'd put them back together and then and then that, that, that'd go around together and then um, it was 
you know, just some things with the set would change, so we'd have to change some things around right. or whatever, you know, and just connection and some bits and pieces. And that's yeah. that's a cool experience though too. I mean, obviously, you know how to teach non dancers how to dance. They both have had a little bit uh, for yeah. them, but yeah. I mean, what a cool like experience of what wound up being, you know, a huge a hit, a phenomenal. <laughs> phenomenal. It has launched the dance industry onto another level. Yeah. I, I feel like we've just had this momentum going. So yeah, it's pretty exciting, um, and it was a. Pretty beautiful experience. I'm just looking at for now, just remembering like going, like Ryan Gosling giving me his chicken salad for lunch, saying, "Yeah, I've got two. Yeah, just have this one," you know. And then <laughs> Emma like giving me her boba, boba tea. We if if they danced, so this was like, I don't know if I should say it. it doesn't matter. But, like the movie's out. If everyone like did a good dance training, Mandy would let us all have boba, boba iced tea. Boba iced tea. This so, is good. This is so, interesting. <laughs> so it would be like, can we get boba now? Or Emma would be like, can we go get boba, please, please, please? And I just wanted my boba I'd tea. Send her running to go get the boba for us, and you know it was it was really cool. And there was a, I've got a funny I've got a funny story for you about this. So I come in and they're having like a production meeting, and Emma's in the middle of the, middle of the studio, or whatever, and talking to. To one of the producers, and um, and I come in, and I'm like, oh, I'm not going to walk through them to go to the bathroom. I'll just get changed around the corner. <laughs> so I'm around the corner, and I'm like, like getting changed, like my pants are off, and then oh, I, no. I just, I just had a feeling, I just had a feeling, and then I see Emma like, <laughs> and it's like, hey, and then she's like. Yeah, it's a bathroom, you know. Like, it was so funny. I was like, oh, You're my like, God. You're like, wait a minute. It was so It's a peeping Emma. <laughs> it was so funny. And Ryan had actually lived in New Zealand. He he went off to New Zealand to get away at one point, and he lived in Auckland for, like, a year. And so we had this, like, little little connection there with New Zealand and my accent, and he actually did a really awesome New Zealand accent, so we'd, like, laugh around. Like, we had so much fun. Like, I think Mandy sometimes would be like, ah, uh, are you guys actually doing stuff in here? Like, yeah, of course, okay. of course. Because you had like an Aussie, a Kiwi, and then Emma and Ryan like acting up, being like doing accents, and we had, we had a lot of fun, and um, and they were both really supportive, and again, like just really lovely, awesome people, and again, like offering to help with other other advice and acting, and still to this day, Ryan gave me a bunch of ideas to which I've worked on and done, and he's reading something that I've done now. He's just been just really awesome. And at the Oscar party before they went, I saw Emma, and I was just like, how the hell do you feel? Can you believe? I can't believe it. She's like, I don't know. Like, you're she, about she to was, win an Oscar. She was, well, yeah. yeah. She was just like, I don't know. I'm like, I can't believe this. She's like, I can't believe this. Like, she was actually, like, stunned, and it was just, it was just, they're just so beautiful people and just real, and it was a really fun experience. It was a fun ride. Like, you're always going to have memories of that, and you can be, like, yeah. grandkids. Like, I worked on this movie. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, it was, it was cool. And you hear the music, and it just takes you back to, like, in the, with this little studio, and then Ryan would come out from his piano lesson, and, oh, hey, Jules, and you're like, what is going on? <laughs> hey, Ryan, like, is this really, is this really happening? And then Emma would walk in, oh, God, the... Or like someone would text ahead to say she's got people following her, so security would have to go out. It's just like, what, what are lives. we? What are we living in? Like, what right. are we living in? And how thankful I was again for Manny to ask ask me to be involved, and and uh, and it all just comes down to being on freaking dancing. With the Can you come enough for one show? All these little things have all just like happened, and uh, it's just. It's, it's awesome. It was, yeah, it really is. It's it's kind of cool too, you know. Especially Mandy's everywhere, and yeah. uh, she, you know, she she's brought some people over to so you think you can dance to work and, and choreograph mm-hmm. and things like that. And it's really been, 
kind of wonderful to watch everyone succeed together. Yeah, I think that that's awesome. that's kind of the exciting thing. Um, you did do Dancing with the Stars Australia uh, with. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Did you like that? How was that? That was a fun experience. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, you're giving me side eye. <laughs> no, that was that was a a very interesting experience. That was tough, actually. Um, and it was a real shame because Ashley worked so... We Ashley worked Hart was so your partner. Hard, yeah. And she actually changed my life um, dramatically and introduced me to meditation, Ooh. to transcendental meditation. And her husband at the time, he came over back from LA and taught me how to do this. And this is one thing. And that's probably why I, had, I went over and did the show was to meet her and meet Bucky, Bucky her husband and um and learn all this meditation and get involved more spiritually and connected within myself and um it's helped me get through so many different things and the show itself like why a blast and ash and i are still good friends and buck and i i just saw him the other day we're, we're all good friends and um i love that i love them both very, very very much and it was it was nice to go back to australia again and work um and kind of like finish Again, finish something off over there. Because, right. again, I left representing Australia. I was an Australian champion, Latin champion, and then came and did Dance from the Stars. And I just, like, dropped out, like, disappeared. Oh, here I am mm-hmm. in the U.S. So it was nice. And I was still under contract, and I, I wasn't on the show here, so they sent me over there. So it was nice to be able to, to, be, able to be involved um, back, back in Oz. Uh, and Is it, it was, as big it over there? I know that it's not in the air anymore, but was it as big? And I mean, it was. It was. But I think they just have not... Like the population obviously isn't as big, and people's mm-hmm. aren't you know everything's going digital. Well, and people, a lot of people just watch the American version, or they watch Strictly Come Dancing. Or what? in Australia, they watch um, shows about renovations, about house renovations. Are they watching Property Brothers? <laughs> they're, they're watching The Block. <laughs> the Block. The Block where they Is renovate. That an Australian. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, was was Kim Herjavec, um a judge? A judge, Kim Johnson yeah. at the time, but yeah, Kim she was Johnson a judge. was a judge. Well, that's got to be fine. At least yeah. there's a familiar face. Oh too. yeah, and all my friends were on the show again. They're all my competitors from Australia. You know, I had all these old friends in Melbourne. I had like three of my best friends from New Zealand live in Melbourne. So it was an awesome time to be able to go back. And my family flew over, and like it was really cool. It was, it was, uh, it was tough though. It was tough. Things would change very quickly, like on the day or night of. They'll throw in a prop, so we had a, a chair all of a sudden, and then you know, and, and they wanted you to incorporate the chair into the dance all of a sudden. And when you don't, your celebrity is really like focused, and you know you can't make changes like this dramatic changes that you know it's difficult. We had to go back in the studio till like two a.m. just to make sure we get that. Is that show live too? Like it is? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah it's live. So it's there's... a long show. That's nearly a three-hour show. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's a long show. Do they do it once a week or they twice do a once week? a week? Once a week. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It was a long, long show, and um, and it was freezing cold. I remember it was freezing cold in Melbourne as well, and it was yeah, it was going from hot to cold, and like everyone's getting sick, and it was yeah, it, it was a lot going on. It was fun. It's always fun. It's always exciting doing yeah. live doing, oh, doing live shows. You're breaking the set. Breaking the set. Sorry, guys. <laughs> always fun doing live shows because there's that sense of like, like, is it going to happen? Like, are we going to go through? Like, what's going on? You know, when yeah. and when you're working on film or TV, um, you know, pre-recorded stuff. You know, you get so many takes to do things. So, you know, there is that that fun that fun side of doing live TV, like reality, and then doing theater and doing stage. It's a whole different dynamic. Mm-hmm. And then doing film and stuff is a whole other thing. So it's been interesting now to be have done to have done 
numerous different types of performing in front of camera or stage or pre-recorded in things. In one show, honestly. It, yeah, it, 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 it's really it's really exciting, actually. What does that, like, elimination feel like? When you're there, read oh your name, and you're like, God. is it just like you want to, like, throw up? You like, should pull that face when I'm eliminated. My face is like, <laughs> because this guy got through who was totally taking the mick and disgusting and rude and couldn't dance and actually was, like, the best was like literally the best girl on that show. She had great legs. Her legs and feet, we worked our asses off. We worked our asses off. And she really worked hard. She never danced before. And Ashley. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> Look at my face. Yeah, I wasn't a happy chappy. <laughs> you're like, that is the elimination. I you're like, wasn't. Ashley was putting on a brave face. I was not a happy chappy. She's, no, and she's like, really? We're getting yeah, voted like, off, really? What? Because this guy, Mark, had just taken the piss, basically. And totally was rude to the producers, was threatening to... It was just terrible. And uh, it was really sad because we were really excited for our next week's show. We'd, we were really excited for the theme. It was like Aww. a jazz. We had a fossey ready to go. It was so oh, much fun. That's awesome. Yeah, we had a great number ready to rock and roll. It was so much fun. I like your spray tans there, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah, look at that. She got me dark. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that is a spray tan on both of you. She oh, got my... me dark. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it was fun. But um, no, it, it, it was tough, but it was it, it was cool. And then, you know, it was I didn't know what was happening, if I was going to come back to the U.S. or staying there till the end of the show. It was a lot of things going on. They were trying to keep me there to bring... There was talks of bringing us back. There's something was, yeah, there was a lot going on that they were going to, like, throw us back in for a week, and mm. we didn't know what was going to happen. So it's, there was some, some interesting stuff going on behind the scenes. Then, I yeah, guess, and, huh? and both Ash and I were in Australia, so it was like, well, what are you going to do with us now if we're just sitting here? That right. Was, so they were trying to figure out how we could come back in. We're going to leave you? Gonna, yeah. Can was, you head yeah. on out of the country or, or whatever Or do, like, else. a spot number or something. Yeah, but it was it, it was fun, and they were all lovely to work with, and um, it was good to go back and, and again, finish up my time over and over. Yeah, sometimes you, know? you need a little bit of closure. You, like, put a little That's bow on it. That's what seems to have happened with a few things. Like, go back and close things up and come mm-hmm. over and do this. Yeah, which is which has been really cool. Yeah, that way you don't ever have to sit there and go, like, what if or should I have? Like, yeah. you, you end all of those questions. You're like, I yeah. came back for a reason. And, this, and this I, was, is I was doing Dirty Dancing, you know, I toured the U.S. at that show, too. And then, like, that. With even, Henry. Henry was in the yeah, cast, Henry, too. Yeah, Henry was Henry dance Bialikov. captain. And, um... And that was a full circle again. They came back and they actually were using my studios for rehearsals. And I got to go in and, and choreograph them the show too and redo some stuff that needed some changing and updating and stuff. So that was a nice full circle. And, you know, I was possibly going to go back and do and do the lead of Big Johnny, which would have been fun, but just the schedules didn't work. And We've got so much happening like here yeah, too. Yeah, And like I said, touring takes you out of the loop of like what yeah. your goals are here in the city. So Yeah, and I've done a couple of tours now. I'm good. You're good. You're like, I am good. I'm going to stay put as much as I can. <laughs> yeah. Well, Jules, I thank you so much for coming in because thank this you has been incredible. I, I knew you had a lot going on. I've, I've seen <laughs> you all over the place, honestly. I know. So Emma Ball in, and... Yeah, Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the yeah, Stars. Yeah. I'm trying to... I saw you at your studio opening. Studio. Yeah, it's always so good. It's always good. It is always good to catch up. And it's always nice. It was nice to just sort of have like a little bit of reminiscing about season yeah. 18 because that was a good group of people. It was fun. It was, it's probably, it was probably my favorite season. Aww. Wasn't that nice? And you were a part yes. of it. Yes. All right. If for people that want to keep up with everything that you're doing, where's mm-hmm. the best place for them to reach you? At Jules Tucker, everywhere. Or Jules Tucker on Facebook and at Just Dance Los Angeles. Um, and yes. the website's justdance.la. 
is you'll see we've got workshops and things coming up with all different people from the show or classes and private lessons and all sorts of things happening. So And maybe my hustle. We'll see. Check we'll it see. out. Your hustle. <laughs> my hustle. Me and my husband. He doesn't know he's going to be doing a hustle. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you guys. Thank you so much for joining us. Next week, Doriana Sanchez. You guys know her, of course, from Dirty Dancing, speaking of. She mm-hmm. was in the original movie. But also, So You Think You Can Dance. She'll be joining me uh, next week. And uh, if you're looking for more articles and interviews and everything else, be sure to check out dancenetwork.tv. I'm Kristen Burt for To The Point, presented by Popcorn Talk and Dance Network. From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Spita, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we'd like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wimbledon, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. Here's the best year to those of the hosts only. The Adams Family. Views of the Popcorn Talk Network for its owners and principals.